a bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell. Would you mind if I practice on my cannonballs? That's what Kevin McAllister asks the gangsters in the hot tub whenever he gets to the plaza's most eloquent hotel, the new celebrity Ding Dang Dong. Yeah, I love that movie. I've seen it a few times. Dude, I can't believe they're coming out with a new one. Shut up. You didn't know that? No. I knew, like, is he now, is it the same, is it he, McCulley I, th- I think he's uh, the father now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I trust him as a father. Yeah, right. But then, uh, but yeah, like, the bandits are back. How? Pesci's like 90. I don't know if Pesci's in it. I know the other guy's in Daniel it. Daniel Stern? Yeah. Uh, we have a real quick segment here. Here's some good news on your uh, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. No, it wasn't the muscle. Um, but he'll, he'll be back um, this week. You know, he'll, he'll be good to go this week. So, um, unless there's further setback. But, I mean, right now it's been everything's positive for him to go. And he really had uh, a clearance last week from the fellow that did the surgery to go. So it was just a matter of uh, being precautious on it. And that's uh, not precaution, but cautious on it. So Precautionary. Precautionary. Hey, I couldn't say Buford or Burford, but we got it right. Burford. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I got duped. Home Alone Three is not actually happening. I was gonna say yeah. it was a it, it was a fake trailer. Some guy on YouTube put yep, out there. Yep. See the text- fire on TikTok. You know, this is the father, uh, sir. That'll take a major credit card. Credit card? You <laughs> got it. And one of those refrigerators that needs a key. All right, I'm done. I love Home Alone. I'm sorry. The world knows. But that is your good news. Isaiah Pacheco will be back. What does that mean? Uh, well, I can tell you this. The one seed probably not in the picture. That's okay. That's okay. I'll explain why the two seed is just A-OK. I've been doing this for two weeks. Get on the bandwagon. It's just fine. Pacheco back. Willie Gay still dominant. Nick Bolton back. Your only injury right now is Sky Moore. So count your cards while you're at the end of the season. James, Nick Price, Dusty Likens. This is After Hours. Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus. Like, if this doesn't bring a smile to your face, <laughs> the little you just, shoulder dance that you were just doing, yeah, I, I wish we had those Cody and Gold cameras turned on for that. Dude, I love Christmas so Man. much. I love it. I can't wait to drive down Knoll tonight, Christmas music playing and seeing all the lights. I want to take Knoll home. You should. No, I mean, it's kind of on my it's way awesome. home. I usually take Knoll, but oh, it's so great. I got to see what all the hype's about. It's awesome. Everybody and under coming you, down Knoll. You, you know. will see the house. So when you go home, if you're going to get on 435, yeah. right? The house will be on your right, and I want. I think it's 78th. I think it's 78th and Null, and okay. it's, it sits on the corner. Yeah. And there's a Santa Claus, like, ceramic lit-up doll on his driveway, and then the whole house is white lights. It's a mansion. Mm. Like, Bill Self lives there, somebody that makes that kind of money. Right. And I just want to, like, knock on the door and be like, hey, when you're getting ready to die or go somewhere, like, in a smaller house, <laughs> can you, like, send me an email or, like, a Zoom call, and I will just live here the rest of my life? Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. I want to order Little Nero's pizza and play the recording of Angels with Filthier Souls as I continue to go into the Home Alone thing. I knew it was you. I could smell you getting off the elevator. You was here last night, too, wasn't you? You was here, and you were smooching with my brother. You've been smooching with everybody. Snuffy, 
Leo, little mole with the gippy leg, Cliff, Bony Bob, it's a lie. All right. That, that was pretty good. Thank no, you. it's really good. I, I got to give it to you. That was man, really I've good. Done, I've done Christmas Day shows with this guy before, yeah. and we did like a whole Home Alone thing. So, like, I knew he had that in his bag, but yeah. it still always impresses me every time. So, oh, I love you know, it. good job. Johnny, you're the only duck in my pond. I'd have to take two ships for her to get over this. Year. I don't know what she says, but something like that. Quit while you're ahead. This is the concierge, sir. <laughs> get down on your knees and tell me you love me. I love you. All right. Yeah, we might have to watch Home Alone tonight. Good, I love Home Alone. Um, let's talk about the one seed, because I know there's a lot of people that think and want to believe, because there is still a chance. It's parlayed. Man, I'd love to see this, how you could parlay this, if you possibly could. Um, but the way you need this to happen, Baltimore's got to lose two of the final three. Miami's got to lose one. Um, and... They've also got to beat Baltimore. So the game they lose, it can't be Baltimore. Right. Um, they play Dallas this week, Baltimore next week, Buffalo the prior week. Baltimore plays San Fran this week, Christmas night game. So right. don't get too hammered on the nog. You know, don't be, you know, that sounds really weird to say out loud. I should have said <laughs> eggnog, you horny people out there. Uh, but Baltimore plays San Francisco, Miami, Pittsburgh, right? Let's be honest. Pittsburgh is probably going to fizzle out. They've kind of they collapsed. Should, I mean, they've collapsed the last couple of weeks. Oh, terrible. Now they have I mean, Kyle Mason Rudolph, Rudolph or Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. How back. fitting. Yeah. Rudolph is their quarterback yeah, to right. uh, go the rest of the season. Right. God, I love Christmas. Uh, and then you think about what else is there. Chiefs went out, right? Chiefs have Raiders, probably going to win. Cincinnati, probably going to be without Jamar Chase. So that means it's T. Higgins, Tower Boyd against those two corners. definitely the toughest game left on the Chiefs and schedule. And I don't see but that it's, at home. I mean, at the end of the day, dude, it's a backup quarterback coming into Arrowhead. Correct. Against those corners. Yeah. Without your number one wide receiver, which number one wide receivers have still yet to get 100 yards in a game. And even if they have Jamar Chase in that game, he's still going to be kind of like on the mend. He's and not going to be yeah. full Jamar Chase. Yeah, there's no way. If he's two weeks off a separated shoulder, mm-hmm. which, by the way, terrible job of Cincinnati trying to disguise that. When he got out of the game and they showed him on the sidelines and it just was like a sweater tucked in, I'm like, clearly he's in a sling. Yeah. Just let him stay in the locker room. Right. They're very bad at disguising injuries, as we've seen. Yeah, I mean, Joe um, Burrow walking into the game with yeah, a with brace him. on social and media. And then goes and out then, of the game. Yeah. yeah. So, Baltimore, I don't think they lose two more. Um, no, this, but I, I, I think they w- lose this week most likely. Right. You know, if they beat the Niners, it's over. Yeah. And that's it, fine. And so, basically, what has to happen this week for the number one seed to stay alive, Baltimore has to lose, and Miami has to lose. Right. Or, basically, Baltimore has to lose this week. They're not losing to Pittsburgh. They're not going to lose to Miami, in my opinion. Or, if they don't lose this week, they can afford to lose to Miami. They're not going to lose to Pittsburgh. They shouldn't. Well, they're not going to rest their starters either. If if, if Pittsburgh was, you know, some of the Pittsburgh teams of old where they actually had, like, a quarterback, Mm -hmm. they always play them tough. But this time around, I mean, they're dead. So, why I think the Chiefs fall into this two-seed is I do see Balt I do see Miami losing one more game. Like Miami losing that game to Tennessee mm-hmm. was to me the if so facto of them getting out of the two seed into the three seed. Yeah. Which means Kansas City is going to win their division this week. Because if a win against the Raiders this week, they clinch the AFC West. It's over, done with. Thank you very much. Again, we'll take your money. Um, you're guaranteed a top three seed, right? You already have tiebreak over Jacksonville. You're not anywhere near the four seed. Miami loses. This week, 
which they could. Dallas is on the road again. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott's got to, you know, kind of come back to life and show that last week wasn't a fluke in Buffalo. It's just, or that it was a fluke. Say Dallas wins. They're probably losing to Baltimore. We think, right? Miami loses two of its last. They think they play Buffalo, right? So they got three I mean, hard-ass games. They could definitely lose out and lose that division right. to Buffalo. And then you're looking at Miami being the, you know, the wild card, Buffalo being Or maybe the, you're playing Miami in the first round. Again, could be. But that's why I think the Chiefs easily fall into the two seed. And I think week 18 is one of those games where it's like, I don't need to watch. It's their backups. They're going to move the game to Saturday, Sunday. If it's nice, would be great to play golf on January 7th. Remember that so you can quit your job. Mm-hmm. And then you have Baltimore won. They get the home buy. They get the ride. They got to live up to the standards. Haven't been in the playoffs for a while. Let's see how they do it. Kansas City Chiefs, you're the two seed. You're going to get the wild card round at your house. You're going to get the next round at your house in the divisional round. Then it's up to Baltimore to hold serve. And if they don't, then you go to Maryland for a, for an AFC championship game. If not, somebody comes to Kansas City for a sixth consecutive year. But I think by the time you get to week 18, that's when you're going to get your bye week where you're going to get to rest your starters or you're going to just let MVS play the entire game at running back, wide receiver, fullback, tight end, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you can be like, okay, we're the two. We're going to get two games at home, and we're going to just hope that Baltimore fizzles out. And I think that's okay to have that mindset. That happens, too. I mean, we've had multiple times during the stretch run from the Chiefs in the last years where, you know, Tennessee was the one seed or New England was the one seed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the playoffs, like, things get a little funky once you get to playoff football. And honestly, I'm, I'm not, like, building up hope for the one seed, mm-hmm. but – when you look at the schedules and the way that it lays out between these three teams, I mean, it is not super unlikely mm-hmm. that it plays out in a way to where Miami loses to Dallas, the Ravens lose to the Niners this week, and then Miami beats Baltimore, and then it's like, okay, week 18, it does matter. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways that this can go, but really all that matters to the Chiefs and all that should matter to Chiefs fans is that they go out, they beat the Raiders, they win the AFC West, they know they have a home playoff game, mm-hmm. and they can just work on the last couple of things that they need to get healthy, rest some starters, and go to the playoffs. And I think that's kind of the path, which is still funny to me because in a season that's had a lot of doom and gloom and a lot of panic and a lot of, you know, pressing the easy button to get out of it, like, you somewhat took care of your of your schedule early on. Obviously, the schedule got a little bit tougher in the middle end of the season where you played Philadelphia, Buffalo, um, Green Bay on the road in Lambeau, Miami, Miami, you play those games, Germany, and and you drop the game to Buffalo, beat yourself. You drop the game to Philadelphia, you could say you beat yourself with a drop pass. Um, Green Bay kind of got outplayed. It is what it is. Sometimes you get out skiing by other teams, and their quarterback just played very well that night. So I don't think that at the end of the year, if you're the two seed, you look at the season and be like, all right, they're what, 13 or 12 and five? Right. 12 and five, two seed, got a chance to host again. All you need is Baltimore to fizzle out in the playoffs because they're probably not going to fizzle out in the regular season. But again, you're going to find out what kind of team Baltimore really is this weekend. And you're going to see how serious and how for real Miami is. I know Tyree Kills banged up. I know that that team is really dependent on Raheem Mostert and you know, a chain and, and, and Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. But look, man, as the end of the season cranks up that level of comfortability or that level of pressure, the level of pressure gets larger and the level of confidence and comfortability 
gets smaller because you know what's at stake. And whether you want to believe it or not that Baltimore could run away, could Baltimore lose two games in a row? Probably. Is it likely? I don't think so. Can Miami lose all three games? Absolutely. They play Dallas, the AFC's or the NFC's number two seed and the NFC East leader. Then they play my, the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed in the AFC. Then they play Buffalo, who's been one of the best teams the last three weeks. So, again, what do the Chiefs have to do? I don't know. Beat the Raiders, beat the Bengals, rest your starters against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, you're not resting your starters if Baltimore does lose two games in a row. If you got something to play for, you're not resting Obviously. your starters. But, right? it is, but it is interesting to see where this all kind of fizzles out because – yeah, the Chiefs have had pressure on them all year from local media, national media of can they clean their things up? Look, they played mistake football consistently throughout the year, and they're still not in five, and they still have a legitimate shot at the two seed in the AFC, which would be two home games and a pending third if you do play that final game at Arrowhead on the AFC Championship game. I think that's something that, you know, goes unsaid a lot too, but like everybody kind of knows it, especially in Kansas City, is mm-hmm. that these teams like Baltimore, like Miami, like Jacksonville, these other teams that you're kind of facing off against for your seating in the playoffs, mm-hmm. they don't have the championship kind of experience that you do. They don't have a quarterback necessarily that's as cool under pressure in the biggest moments in his profession as Patrick Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it quite a few times where, you know, a team like Tennessee, like I, I've mentioned them before, but like some of these teams, they get to the playoffs and or right at the end of the season and they, they kind of feel the pressure and they start slipping mm-hmm. and they start losing games that they really needed to win. And then all of a sudden things shake out in a way where you see your Chiefs at the top or near the top. Mm-hmm. So I think that you also, you got to kind of put it in perspective and look around the AFC right now and just what kind of a year this has been. I mean, there's so many teams like if you love parody, this is the this is the year for you. Oh yeah, the twenty twenty three season is the year for you because there are so many teams hovering right around that like eight and six, seven and seven range, and you just happen to be, as of right now, the third best team in your conference. Yeah, anything Matt, can happen. As Matt McMullen on Twitter says, Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred plus yards and multiple touchdowns for the thirty seventh time in his career. The defense was excellent yet again. And Rasheed Rice broke a franchise record as the Chiefs locked up an 11th straight winning season on Sunday. They can get their eighth consecutive AFC West title if they beat the Raiders on Christmas. Coming up, we do it every week. The rest of the West and the best of the rest here on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Yeah, we Comet do. and Cupid and Donner, Donner and Bliss. But, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Mason. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Why is his nose red? Had a very shiny nose. I feel like that's like a, what do they call that with a deer, uh, the purple tongue? Have you heard this? Like deer have like the blue tongue? Uh-uh. Yeah, you can't eat those deer. Like when you kill it, it has like blue tongue disease or something like that. Somebody in the text line is a hunter, they'll tell you. I'm dead serious. Dude. So it's like you kill you kill a deer and then you go and open its mouth and or if the it's tongue, blue, what the do you tongue do? hangs out. Oh yeah, yeah. There's this guy I followed that was uh, friends of the inner circle uh, from my past relationship, and he's like this glorified hunter. His videos are awesome. He has like uh, neon bows, so you see like, this light like go into the deer and kill it. I don't know. It's just weird. Like that. I like that kind of stuff. What's it called? Uh, 
hemorrhagic disease in white-tailed deer. Which is also often, the, often called blue tongue. Told you. It's caused by viruses transmitted by small biting flies. It's like mad cow disease. I don't know if you've ever seen the Harry Carey Will Ferrell. <laughs> yes. Hey, doctor, tell me about this mad cow disease. <laughs> if we get it, we're all going to die. Uh, from the 816, Dusty, love the show. Thank you. I listen every night on my way home from work. I appreciate you very much. Tell all your friends to do that, too. It's very, very giving of you during Christmas. We are starting to see the downloads uptick. So uh, thank you all for those of you that listen to this show on a daily basis. I do appreciate that. But they said, with Sky Moore going to IR, are the Chiefs allowed to fill his spot with the active roster with someone off the practice squad? If so, who fills the void? Also, do you know anything about Justin Ross and his situation with the team? Sir, let me give you what the guy I trust the most, who we played earlier, Pete Sweeney, had to say on Sky Moore. So turn your radio up. Here's your answer to your question. Yeah, injured reserve means you're out at least for the next four weeks. But who knows if, if that is going to be longer. We don't know a ton about the injury. All we know is the knee. And knee and IR is never a good thing. And I just I think you wonder with Sky if this is the type of year that they just kind of flush down the toilet, like even if he was – to return, what kind of role would he really have? You know, at that point, um, you know, you'd be at the second round of the playoffs, third round of the playoffs, if, if he only did the minimum on IR. And I, I just tend to think if there's any problems, injuries, I, I think maybe they have him rehab whatever is going on here and focus on the 2024 season. Uh, this is a player that uh, probably would like to, to move on uh, from 2023 at this point. Uh, it was a disappointing sophomore season. He finished with less yardage than he had last year. Uh, and now you see him end the season on an injury. So the regular season is over for Skymore. There is a small potential for the playoffs, but I just tend to think, you know, they'll have him focus on the 2024 season. And we talk about the production that could be there with, with other players. It's not like they were throwing to Skymore a ton. Um, and so I don't know if it's really a production question, but it's more of an opportunity question. And, just what we're alluding to, you know, you wonder what Richie James is going to have snap wise. Now, uh, as uh, Andy admitted, he needs to get him more involved. Uh, Justin Ross is eligible to return this week. Could he have a few snaps there? And uh, again, lack of production this year from sky Moore. Maybe these guys can be a little bit more productive with those snaps. So there you go. Um, if you were wondering from the 816, appreciate you and have a great holiday. You have a great holiday with all of your loved ones, family and friends. Uh, just, Stay positive. Smile through it. It's stressful times, but we can get through it. Um, rest of the West and the best of the rest uh, as we move forward into what is week 16 of the NFL season. We are already there. Uh, Raiders Chiefs. There's two of your four. Chiefs play on Christmas Day against the Raiders at noon. We can all agree. This game's probably in the bag. I'm not trying, to be, be. I'm not yeah. trying to be super confident, but I mean, it's. It's what Aiden O'Connell, Arrowhead. I, right. It's Christmas Day. I don't see back-to-back sixty-three-point performances mm. out of the Raiders coming. So. Um, Bills play the Chargers on Christmas Eve at seven o'clock. That'll be the game that I'm probably watching in bed mm-hmm. uh, because I have a huge slate of Christmas Eve going on. Um, so you think the Bills can take care of business against the Chargers team? I think that's a game that if you're looking to bet, hammer Buffalo. I believe they're. 13 and a half. I think, I yeah, saw, I saw yeah. 13 to 14. Uh, the Chargers are there. I still think, yeah, out. I think that's a blowout. Even if, I, mean, I don't care that you just fired your coach either. I mean, Easton Stick is yeah. your quarterback. <laughs> I mean, dude. Buffalo. Like, Buffalo that, that can't be good. Buffalo covered against Dallas and their quarterback threw 94 yards. And yeah. he had probably one of the greatest quotes to end a game ever. 
He's like, I feel like the kid in the project that did nothing but still got the A. Mm-hmm. Uh, well done by Josh Allen. And then I'm doing my part. Patriot. I didn't do blank. Uh, <laughs> Patriots at Broncos. I'm good. Uh, that game is Christmas Eve at 715. I don't mm. even watch that game. It doesn't mean anything. No. Because even if the Broncos do win, which would be great, and the Chiefs win the next day at noon, it doesn't mean anything. Chiefs will win the AFC West, and it is eight straight. And for your, uh, you know, you could even, like, put in a st- you could put in a stocking on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. This is a voucher for one Chiefs AFC West championship shirt. I'm sure there are people out there that have every single championship shirt. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think I have two. From I've never seven been a big AFC six. West championship gear. Especially not now. Guy. You just want Super Bowl shirts. Well, yeah, now, now yeah. at this point, like, it doesn't matter. Um, I, only get, I only get shirts if they win the Super Bowl. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then if you move on to the rest of the best, uh, Cincinnati-Pittsburgh, that game's got a little bit of juice to it, just yeah. depending on seeding in the playoffs. Because right now, well, I believe... Well, I mean, if Pittsburgh pulls something out, I mean, that really messes with a lot of people's plans when it comes to these playoffs. As of right now, uh, the Chiefs would play Cincinnati in the first round mm-hmm. uh, of the playoffs because they jumped up with that overtime win. Right, it would be on... Jags, Browns, Cincinnati, and Kansas City, and then the Dolphins would be hosting the Colts. Right. Um Browns and Texans, C.J. Stroud is going to play. That's another juicy game at noon on Christmas Eve, so that'll mm-hmm. be one if you're doing, like, you know, you're – because I think, what, Christmas Eve's on a Sunday, so I know that our family on my dad's side, we're doing, like, brunch, uh, hopefully mimosas. Mary, I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. mimosas. Um, and then the service at 5 o'clock, which, I mean, I don't know how you guys do your thing, but when they light the candles and go into silent night, Christmas full staff. Mm-hmm. Like when that happens and then you hit that second verse of, of silent night, man, that the wax starts going anyways. Um, so Brown's Texans Christmas Eve, that's at noon. That's a pretty, pretty interesting game that's for a pretty me. Big game. Yeah. Too. You know, you're talking um, about a team that's sitting in the five seed right now. And one that's right on the bubble, right? Three twenty five scared of between those two teams. What? Like, like to run into in the playoffs, the Browns or the Texans. Uh, Browns. Browns. Uh, because they're because that defense. Yeah, Texans yeah. rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. I don't really trust that going into the playoffs. I think C.J. Stroud is talented beyond measure. I think that they've also been beat up enough to where they don't have our guy anymore. And Tank Dell, mm-hmm. Nico Collins is banged up. C.J. Stroud's coming off of an injury, missed basically two weeks. Um, and a lot going on. Cleveland, man, that defense is legit. They can cause turnovers. What's the number one vice that the Chiefs have not been able to lean on? Trusting their team to not have a not turnover. turn the ball over. And with Joe Flacco, who has the next amount of playoff experience, I know he's terrible. I'm not trying to say that. But, like, when you ask me the question and you get into the semantics of the two, I would fear Cleveland more than I would fear Houston. I, I agree with you. Jags play Buccaneers, uh, another AFC team. Baker Mayfield looks like the resurgence of Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. <laughs> I mean, he had, what, 158.3 passer rating this past Sunday. Just yeah. lit the world on fire. Um, and then the big one. Christmas night, seven fifteen. Ravens at Niners. Are you taking the Niners at home against the Ravens? No doubt. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. No. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I still think that, I think the Ravens have been awesome this year, mm-hmm. but I think that they just have so many injuries that it's going to start catching up to them. Yeah. And especially against a team that has looked other otherworldly. I mean, no team in the NFL has looked as good as the Niners all year when healthy. Mm-hmm. Besides the three game losing streak that they had when. Everybody was hurt on that team. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost. Can I ask you guys a question? Who's your MVP of the NFL season this year? CMC. Thank you. I think it should be, but I don't think it will be. 
when when the last non-quarterback won it, it was Adrian Peterson. Why did Adrian Peterson win it? Because he was an anomaly. He ran for 2,000 yards. Christian McCaffrey is the definition of an anomaly in today's football. He is the best player on his team, and he plays the position at running back. He has 1,254 yards rushing, 500-plus passing. He's going to have close to 2,000 all-purpose yards. He's led wire to wire in rushing, and there is no doubt in my mind if Christian McCaffrey is not on that team, that team is not the team they are. There's no doubt in my mind. And I know Brock Purdy's the favorite. I know Lamar Jackson's going to get some votes. But if it ain't Lamar and it's not going to a quarterback, it goes to Christian McCaffrey, Mm -hmm. who's not missed a game all year, maybe missed a half, maybe missed like three quarters. But the man has absolutely been a stud, and San Francisco is not the team without him. I get it. Tyreek Hill should be be up there. But he's missed two games. Brock Purdy's missed three games. What was the rhetoric last year? Christian McCaffrey missed a game one game and he has he has one or two games this year where he didn't score a touchdown yeah just two yeah and the thing that's crazy about Christian McCaffrey is I think he's got like 13 rushing touchdowns and like seven or eight receiving touchdowns or maybe it's more than that the only guy that has more rushing touchdowns than him is the 31 year old Raheem Mostert Mm -hmm. and the thing that's interesting about this is if you want to give it to Lamar Jackson that's fine because the Ravens have kind of just been that team and he's but he hasn't been like the quarterback where you sit back and you're like okay like, this guy's just far and away better than everybody else. Because right. Brock Purdy's technically right now the favorite to win. But if you use last year's logic, Jalen Hurts didn't win the MVP. Why? Because he missed two games. Patrick Mahomes won it because he didn't miss any games and he had the number one offense in the league and was far and away better than everybody else outside of Jalen Hurts. This year, Brock Purdy's missed three games. Chris McCaffrey has been their guy. He's been their stud the entire year, and he's been the best player in football outside of maybe Tyreek Hill. I hate to say it, but, I mean, Vegas obviously does not agree with your take. Not at all. They because have plus 1,000. Yeah, I'm looking at, like, plus 1,200 right now. Brock, mm. Brock Purdy minus 200 as your favorite, then plus 500 for Lamar, plus 600 for Dak, and then a little drop-off where you're, like, plus 1,000 range is, like, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes is at plus 2,200. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's still juice for you to place a bet on Christian McCaffrey. Was he plus 1,000? That's what DraftKings had him mm-hmm. in last night. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at like a Fox Sports article right now. So the line's probably moved a little bit, but plus 1,200. Um, I mean, honestly, plus 2,200 for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's not going to win it. He's not going to win it, but... I wouldn't put any money on that. There's just no way. But they, they don't announce it until... When's the voting over for it? Uh, I think it is in the playoffs. I think it's like after the first round of, or the second round of the playoffs. So, like, if Patrick Mahomes is able to, because they give out the award the week go the off Super in the playoffs and have some impre- incredible wins Unless with the receivers they, that he's had. The only way you could parlay Mahomes to even give me a chance to think he could win it, they went out. He goes like. 300 yards in all three games, those for a total of like 10 touchdowns, and they somehow get the one seed. Right. That's the three-leg parlay right. for and Mahomes then, to And then the, the conversation is, look at how great Patrick Mahomes has been. He leads the league in yards. He leads the league in touchdown passes, uh, and he has nobody to throw to. Yeah. From the 913. It's a lot of juice. Yo, Dusty, it's El Camino. Are you working tomorrow night? Got a Christmas gift for you to share with your pops, and we'll need to drop it off, but can't get up there tonight. We will be back tomorrow night for Arrowhead Pride Radio. That's very nice of you, El Camino. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow night from 6 until 7 with Arrowhead Pride Radio, and then I'm off for my Christmas break. But speaking of Christmas, 913-586-7610 to finish out the year. You can't say Super Bowl. What's on your Christmas wish list for this Kansas City Chiefs team moving forward into the playoffs? 913-586-7610. James, Nick, Dusty, After Hour 610 Sports Radio.
Who looks better in a Santa Claus outfit? Mariah Carey in her prime, or still to this day, or Paige Sporanic? We like Paige mm. on this show. We don't like Paige. We, we love, love Paige. Paige. <laughs> she had a thing up on her Instagram reel today, and it said, what's something you want to accomplish with your golf game in 2024? And I was so ready to be like, to play around with you? Someone's like, do you think you'd still play your same capability? No. No, absolutely No. Not. Now, if she was like, hey, in your Yeti cooler, do you have some claws or some noons? I'd be like, yeah, I do. And if she let me control the music, then I would feel a little bit more. But like, if she were to like, be like, I'll control the music, and then the first song she plays is like Bruce, I'd be like, mm. I've got to go to the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to go drive down Knoll real quick. I don't know, man. Uh-huh. I got to stay away from Knoll. Yeah. Uh, we did ask the question, what is your Christmas wish list for the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward? Um, someone chimed in from the 913. If Tyreek manages to get over 2,000 yards, he would have a ch- he would have done it in 16 games and should be the MVP. Agree. Straight up. Yeah. But I think what's crazy about the NFL, speaking of wish list, is that the MVP is never going to go to a wide receiver. I mean, Cooper Cup did not win the MVP, and he was the triple crown winner. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers won it. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian McCaffrey has the nod over Tyreek, in my opinion, because he runs the ball and he receives the ball. And Tyreek Hill is a lock at Offensive Player of the Year. But then you would tell yourself, well, if Christian McCaffrey is your MVP, but he doesn't get it because they give it to Lamar or Purdy, then who's your Offensive Player of the Year? Christian McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill? I don't know. Probably CMC. Yeah. What do you want on your Christmas wish for the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward? I want the Chiefs to go out there and play a handful of games without turning the football over. Mm. That's what I want. You want to It's not asking for a lot. So you want a clean slate. I want a clean slate. Like, I don't even mind it. See, the 816 here, they agree with me on the text line. No turnovers the rest of the season and postseason. That's getting a little greedy. Yeah, that's tough. I want to see clean football. Okay. I want to see them do the little things right over these last three weeks mm-hmm. and put me in a spot where I think, you know what, I think this team is actually, like, fixed all their minor mistakes and can make a really deep run and maybe another Super Bowl. James, you got any Christmas wish lists for this Kansas City Chiefs team moving forward? Man, I I, I just got to say chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Chemistry between the wide receivers and the quarterback. Um, I mean, I think that would go a long way helping you out in your wish list, mm-hmm. uh, preventing those turno- uh, turnovers. So, yeah. yeah. I think for mine, I want Rasheed Rice to hit 1,000 yards. I think that's awesome. We've never had – we the Chiefs have never had a 1,000-yard rookie receiver. Um. Dwayne Bowe, we mentioned earlier, had 995, got so close. Um, I'd like to see Rasheed Rice get to that number just because of what this season has been. Like, the main narrative is there's no wide receiver one. There's nobody that's been, you know, the trusted option for Patrick Mahomes. Well, the last four weeks, Rasheed Rice has definitely been that dude for Patrick Mahomes. And the other one is I just want one win out of the final three to be a clean slate, whether it's Christmas, whether it's New Year's Eve, depending on what they do the last week of the season, if they rest all their starters, whatever that means. But the thing about this is, is like, give me the belief that you can go out in a game and play clean football. Because then if you can do that, you have some sort of video and film of what you did absolutely right. And I get it, man. The NFL is tough. You're going to have mistakes. You're going to have drops. You're going to have turnovers. You're going to have penalties. The Chiefs lead the league in penalties called. The Chiefs lead the league in drops. Play against the Raiders and go out there and win a game 35-10 to 10 and have 
one drop and have zero turnovers and win in the penalties. Yes. Win in the turnover ratio. Don't have as many penalties. Don't turn the ball over. Don't have, you know, I'll be okay with one drop because you, I don't expect everybody to catch the ball every single time. Like just don't have four, don't have more than two drops and don't have egregious drops where it's a five yard slant route. Right. And it's hitting you right in the hands. Somebody says from the seven, eight, five dominate, dominate, dominate. Because we did get the news today that Jamar Chase is going to miss at least one week. I think it's going to be the rest of the season. I think if they lose this week and then they have to play the Chiefs, they're going to probably try to ramp him up. It'll be a, what, I guess kind of a short week. They play on Sunday. I don't know. I forget when they play on this week, but I know they play, uh, I think, Saturday. But look, you play the next two games at home. You finish out the the, the season with three less superior teams against you, way less superior teams. I know Cincinnati's been, you know, holding on for dear life these last couple of weeks with Jake Browning, but they just lose Jamar Chase. The other thing that's great that could go on your wish list is to just literally stay injury free. What do they always say in the NFL? It's not about who's the best team at the moment, but who's the healthiest team. And you look at the top, we'll look at the top four teams in the AFC, the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Jags, right? Start with the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, bum ankle, and just had a concussion. Mm-hmm. And they lost Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. Technically, their number one wide receiver. Right. You move on to the Dolphins. Tyree Kill, the ankle injury, kind of got him banged up. Missed this game this last week. A chance been banged up. He's been he's been hurt. Raheem Mostert's been great, but every single practice on your fantasy teams, it's always like Raheem Mostert missed today's practice due to, you know, knee injury, but he'll play Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um You look at the Ravens. They don't have Mark Andrews. They have a a rookie wide receiver in Zay Flowers. And Odell Beckham Jr. is what we would consider a curveball. Right. Right. We don't know how long he stays healthy, but he is healthy. Well, and all the running backs just keep going down every week. Right. And they just lost their rookie. They lost their starting running back in week one. Gus Edwards. We don't know the longevity of what he can do towards the playoffs. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, your number one injury right now on your team is Sky Moore. Mm. who's probably done for Brian the Cook. rest of the season. And then Brian Cook, but we know that he'll probably be back by the time the playoffs start. Right. Nick Bolton's back. Your offensive line is healthy. Your defensive line is healthy. Your wide receivers are healthy Your outside of Sky Moore. Isaiah Pacheco comes back. Patrick Mahomes is not banged up for the first time in a week 16 matchup. And you have these sort of things moving forward. Look, you're the healthiest team of the top four. You have the weakest schedule of the top four. Just give me a clean slate and let Rasheed Rice have a thousand yards. Double J, what's on your Christmas list? Hey, uh, what's on my Christmas list is to see us make a run in the playoffs, and I think we will. No one scares me in the AFC. We got Pat Mahomes. I mean, has Lamar Jackson done anything in the playoffs? No. Uh, I mean, no one scares me. That's, we'll, we'll be all right. We got one of the best defense in the NFL. Uh, the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had will be fine. Let's go Chiefs. I can't wait. That's one of these last three games. Let's win against the Raiders, win another AFC West championship, and then let's get ready for the playoffs, boys. Let's go Chiefs. And also, shout out to the Royals. Let's go. It's going to be a fun uh, spring this year, spring summer for Royals baseball, baby. Let's go. Where to go, JJ and John Sherman. There you go. You got to love JJ with the same name as you, Double J. So I, I hear you on there. Dan and KCK, a staple fan of the show. Always love you listening, Dan. Went bell ringing. Then my nephew Ryan took me to Burger King at Legends for my birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, for the Chiefs, 
the small details, the defense is championship winning. Take care, Dusty. You take care, Dan, and Merry Christmas and happy, and happy birthday. birthday. No doubt about it. We wrap this show up on the other side. I can't believe two hours has already come and gone. James, Nick, Dusty, After Hours, 610 Sports Radio. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. I think the kids back in the frosty days might have been on some psychedelics. <laughs> no doubt, man. I mean, if you think a snowman is talking to you because you put a hat on his head. A magical hat. Those were some those were some different mushrooms in your spaghetti. I'm surprised James didn't go with uh, with the boss mm. on the last break for Santa Claus is coming to town. It's just great. Yeah, these uh, ladies. If you at, want to play that at all, these know, ladies at my side gig, uh, they got me. I showed you the sweatshirt. It's so cool. Because on Christmas Eve, uh, I have to work midnight to 10 a.m. And people are like, why the hell would you work that shift? Well, barbecue, man. We got to get things prepped. And people come like zombies at like 8 in the morning to get their food. Oh, dude, it's brutal. I had beans and corn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, and the shirt just says, Merry Christmas, baby. And it's Bruce Springsteen in the middle playing the guitar with the Santa cap. It's awesome. Ah, dude. She's like, do you like it? Like, I know you're a Bruce guy. I'm like, dude, I love it. I'll never wear another Christmas sweater. So, like, every Christmas holiday party I go to, that sweater is getting worn. That is getting worn. The irony in ugly Christmas sweaters is I'm wearing that, and it's not an ugly Christmas sweater. No, it's a great Christmas so sweater. take that. Uh, is there anybody that speaks more positivity about the Chiefs than Mitch Holtis? It's, it's, just, it's, a, it's a classic case, though. We see in athletics all the time, regardless of the sport, where you see the potential. You see what you – you see what you think it can be, and it's just uh, you know a matter of busting through and putting together consistent plays and being focused. But then the team has to continue to do evaluation of going, hey, we've got to win this week. What's the best way to win this week? And is he included in that? And what can he be included on if he's included in that? But then long term, um, what do you have? And can he become what we think he can become? And those are – Difficult situations, but I'm telling you, every high school coach in this city, listen to us right now, whatever they coach, would sit down with us and give us two or three players that they've got that are the same way. They're going, I think this gal can play. I just, I see it, and yet she just can't break through. And uh, how do you, you know, how do you get to that point? So it's it's uh, it's perplexing, but but we're at the point of critical decisions here. This is December the fifteenth or whatever it is. So Mitch kind of gives you the details, right? Like, look, he's got capability, he's got this, but also, like, at what point is enough enough, right? And I know that we've been talking about Kadarius Tony throughout the evening, but, look, it's it's that time, man. Like, I remember playing youth basketball. My dad was my head coach, and, you know, like, everybody had to play at least three quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a jerk move or it wasn't a bad move, but, like, how my dad would do it is all the – all the the better players, they sat the first quarter and then they played the rest of the game. Now they got subbed in and out, but that was a way to like incorporate everybody in fairness. And then when the playoffs got there, it was like, Hey, look, like, like I finally coached a team this year and myself, I, I coached my buddy Tyler. We did soccer. And throughout the year, like our goal was like, number one goal was every girl gets a goal. Like it was, uh, it was first grade girls, mm-hmm. his daughters or, or his daughters on the team and he needed help. And he was like, our goal this year is everybody gets a goal. And we made sure we hit that goal. I think everybody got a goal but one one girl. Oof. But she was like our defensive specialist. Which oh, like when, okay. when they're younger you know? and they're like, I love defense. You're like, yes, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> we need you. 
Uh, and everybody got a goal except one. And then when the playoffs started, it was like, look, girls, like, you guys want trophies? Like, the way we're going to do this is we're going to put the best players out in the biggest moments. Everybody's still going to play, but this is where I'm at with Kadarius Tony. Look, man, it's been 15 weeks. We're going to find out what you can do that's going to be in a way that, like, you can possess the ball in a way that you can just not screw this up. And I think the way that you do that with his talent, with his speed, with his quickness and agility is, you know, jet sweeps. You you keep behind the line of scrimmage on punt and returns. Basically you know? make the ball not have to travel more than a foot. Exactly. And I think that's the way it is. And, look, I think after the year, the project is over. We tried. It didn't work. We'll let you go somewhere like Carolina where if you do mess up, they're not going to be as mad at you because they just need talent around the team with people that have capability to do things. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is a guy named Rex Ryan says he's got ways to fix the Chiefs wide receivers. If it was just him, it's easy. All right, we, we're just not going to play him. It ain't just him. Yeah. It's all of his Watson receivers. had a drop. But every one of them. And here's the thing. It's details in that same room. And so if I'm Andy Reid, and, and trust me, Andy Reid's a player's coach. His fastball is like he cares for him. He protects him. He does all that. He's always going to protect him in the media and, and in public. But privately, he needs to go in there, shut that door with every receiver in that room, including that coach, and say, hey, it ain't getting done. He needs to lay into him and rip and tear him a new you-know-what. Mm -hmm. He really mm -hmm. does because you're letting our whole football team down. It's details, specifics, have tape to show. Why are you breaking off a route when you're running a wheel route? It's right. the quarterback's job to break you off. Run the route. They do it over and over. Uh, you're, you're a receiver. How about we catch the football? How about we catch? And if you can't catch, there's a jugs machine. I want 200 catches every, every day. I watch that at Monroe St. Brown. He can catch everything. By the way, he catches 202 balls every single day. There, I mean, you can get better at these things. But if you're not committed to the team, you're killing our football team right now. We have the greatest quarterback that's ever played talent-wise. Mm. What the hell are we doing? You're letting our entire team down. I thought Rex Ryan would say they need to work on feet work or footwork. He's really into that. He is. He. That's not me. No, it's like it's like out there. That's his, know it. that's his kink. Yeah, he's talked about it. Mm -hmm. he's, he's he's got that it. tattoo of his wife with mm -hmm. uh, with her feet out with yeah. a Mark Sanchez jersey on. Yeah, I'm just not into feet, bro. I ain't out here trying to suck on toes and stuff. That's just weird. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think that's the right on the wall moving forward is is get your team right, have a clean slate, keep incorporating the Rasheed Rice, Patrick Mahomes connection. Because like you had mentioned earlier for a little bit, we did see that in this game against New England is that you're starting to see that he's able to run those like zone read routes where Mahomes now can trust him that he's going to make the right move, left, right, keep going straight, whatever it is, do the curl route, whatever it is, Mahomes knows he's going to be there and building more confidence with your surrounding talent with Patrick Mahomes, then that's all you need. Trust in the team, keep it clean, move forward, win out, let everybody else build up pressure and see if they crumble under the, under the end of the season pressure. That is the NFL week 16, 17 and 18. Yeah. And really, I mean, just go out there and, Fix the little things that you've been doing wrong all year yeah. that you've been doing really well for five years. That's Can't, all I want. That's it. That's all I want for Christmas. Well, all I want for Christmas is for you two guys to have a very Merry Christmas with your families and your loved ones. I, I also both... want you to have a very Merry Christmas. I add that onto the whole do the little things right. Okay. Yeah, Merry Christmas. James, Merry Christmas. Nick, Merry Christmas. Kansas City, you all have a fun, safe holiday. And again, go do nice things for people because it could change their week, day, month, or year. And it's very cool to care. 
Happy holidays. Merry Christmas tomorrow, 6 to 7, and then we're out of here for quite some time. I love you, Kansas City. Enjoy Mariah Carey as we play you out, and go look at those lights on Null. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators.